the Coast Breakfast Catch-Up. Today on the show, we looked into the psychology of wearing a particular colour. I wear this colour a lot, and now I'm really happy I do. Sam's going to add it to his wardrobe. I need to. It sounds fantastic. Uh, not only that, we wrap up the weekend news. Well, I do, specifically. And it finishes with the statement, Dear Uncle Dad. So how did we get to that point? <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Dad. They did a bad, bad thing. They did a bad, bad thing. Tony Street, you see her on TV, you hear her on the radio, you think, what an angel, but no. Yeah. She once stole a medical procedure. Criminal. True story. Her friend also stole something from a restaurant. I accidentally did it with a soft toy from a shop. I blame my child for that one. Anyway, when did you or someone you know leave somewhere without paying? We had some phenomenal stories. So many of them. So many stories. Like, And I think it's fair to say I was shocked by the type of people that were doing this. There is a type. There is a type. You're going to hear that today too. Thanks for listening. The way you look and present yourself can be really psychologically powerful or damaging. And we all know what that's like when you're in a bit of a slothy mood and you've got your your old trackies on and, you, you know, oh, you, you're vegging out. You're in totally. that space, right? Why is it those days, though, when you don't plan to get out of the car, you bump into everyone you know? You know, you have those days yeah. you're looking your worst. And, and you like, haven't oh. washed your hair. No. no. Um, you've put a cap on <laughs> to hide your hair. That's it. So, so the psychology around how we feel with our dress is huge. And that's why we, we think long and hard before we go to a job interview. What are we going to wear mm-hmm. that's going to make us feel confident, make us look professional? That's right. Oh, so there is an it colour, an it powerful colour. Now, this colour that we should all be wearing at the moment, particularly going into the winter months, is psychologically soothing. It appeals to the creative part of your brain. It makes us more compassionate with ourselves and with other people. Oh, I love that. And it lifts your mood. So it actually affects the dopamine and lifts your mood, this one colour. Can you guess what it is? If it's the same as the artist who sings these songs, I love it. And I do have it in my wardrobe. Good guessing, Jace. It's pink. Pink. Pink, the colour. Now, the funny thing about pink, and I have to say, it is my favourite colour, as it turns out. But when you're young, it is the pretty colour that a lot of girls gravitate towards. And, you know, we know all the debates about gender stereotyping and everything, but a lot of girls do gravitate towards it. But what was once a pretty colour and seen as very soft and feminine is now becoming a very powerful psychological colour. No way. And it's acceptable for males to wear. Jace, you've got a bit of pink. I do, actually. To your wedding, uh, well, a couple months ago, I actually took two two shirt options. One of them was pink. Yeah, you, you, didn't wear it. you didn't wear it, though. No, I didn't wear it. No, no. I think you need to start <laughs> was, wearing more pink, Yeah, guys. I think I do, too. I'm hesitant to hey, wear pink. I don't know why. Next Friday is actually pink shirt day. So oh, everyone yeah. should be digged out in pink next Friday. And look, it's no it's no mistake, I guess, that they've chosen the pink shirt for I the think you're anti-bullying right. campaign when it gives off all these wonderful psychological advantages. Right. It's no coincidence that the Queen often goes out in a beautiful light pink. And they have done studies. When the Queen wears pink and prominent people wear pink, they end up on the front page of the paper. Because for some reason, we gravitate towards it. And at the moment, it is so popular. Lipstick, pink lipstick colours have gone up 83%. Pink blush, not just your reds or your brown tones have gone 68%. 
Normally at autumn, they'll tell you that the autumnal colours, mustards and maroon. Yeah, you're not a fan of the, the, oh, the autumn colours, are you? If there's anything that's going to depress me, it's mustard. I'm so just saying. It's pink into autumn, it's pink into winter. Pink it summer. Ha- it doesn't have to be hot pink. It can be any Jace? varying shade. Find doesn't your, have to be hot find pink. Your pink. Oh, I'm out. Oh. Feel good with Tony, Jace and Sam's Coast Breakfast Catch-Up. Right now we want to talk about the times that you have accidentally not paid for something. It happened to me and my friend in the very same week. I walked out of the chemist without paying for a flu jab and had to get called back. I'm surprised they didn't bring the handcuffs. And a friend of mine sat down, had a full lunch meal at a cafe and forgot to pay. She'd been there so long she just walked out and it didn't dawn on her for another few days. Deborah, we understand that you are also a thief. Well, I suppose you could put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe let's not put it that way. You, just, you did a bad thing accidentally. What happened? Yeah, it was quite funny, actually. A friend of mine came over from Australia and I hadn't seen her for about oh, 20 or so years, so we decided to go somewhere <laughs> for a coffee. Yeah. And we must have been there for about, about two hours. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I got home and she texted me and she said, Do we pay for that coffee? Oh, that's And just... I said, oh, no, we didn't. Did you go back and do it? Don't be ridiculous. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Let it just like you, Jace. Just left it to me. Do you know what? That's a sign of a great catch-up, though. It is. Two hours, Two hours. getting to pay. Yeah, Tanya, what about you? What happened the time you forgot to pay? Oh, I, I, I picked up an Edmunds cookbook at the supermarket. Okay. Yeah, I had a recipe that I needed ingredients for um, at home and I went to the supermarket to grab them and I'd forgotten what I needed. So I thought, I'll just grab an Edmunds cookbook off the shelf and have a look, see what I want. And I, 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 when I got home, I realised I had two Edmunds cookbooks. <laughs> <laughs> and you come over in a cold sweat, don't you? Crucially. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I felt so guilty. <laughs> did, did you go back or did you just... <laughs> I still have two Edmunds. <laughs> <laughs> what about you with a bad, bad thing you did, even accidentally? 0800, you know, especially accidentally. 0800 004 Coast. Give us a buzz or send a text to 2699. If you go to. The Coast Breakfast Catch Up with Tony, Jace, and Sam. Turns out there are a lot of accidental thieves around New Zealand. And so far, they've all been women. I don't know what it is, but whether it's like baby brain zone or what's going on. Yeah, that trend continues. I I, I did it accidentally. Well, I did. My child did it. But you're you're part of the girl group, Jace. (laughs) You are, in a a weird kind of way. Angela, good morning. Are you also an accidental thief? Good morning. Yes, I am. Um, My daughter and I go regularly out for lunch. and when the new COVID rules came in, when you went to a restaurant, they'd come to you, yep. take your order, and then after you ate, you'd pay. So we ate the meal, and we're so used to paying when we order, and I just totally had a blonde moment and walked out. And I was going to work, because I'm a caregiver, so I was going to my next client. So I remembered while I was driving and rang them up and I said to them, oh, I'm really sorry, I just walked out, told them what we had. They said, that's fine. I said, I'll be back in about an hour's time after I've done my client and pay for it. And they said, no, that's fine. So I went back and they gave me some jiff about it. Here's the thieving woman coming back in to pay for her meal. Take a, take a foot off the wall, guys. She's back. <laughs> and um, they said it happens quite regularly. They have about 20 to 30 a week. And what? about half of them will come back in and pay for it. The rest just 
Don't even worry about it. Oh, no. Oh, that's tough. That's we, tough. We've really zeroed in on a problem here. Funny thing, the friend of mine that did it also had blonde hair. <laughs> <laughs> but Angela, I'm glad you went back. Thank you very much for that. Marilyn, you did something really similar to one of us. What happened? Okay, so my dear old mum, who's passed away last year, but anyway, she, um, she went to a wee four-square dairy to get some, some um, you know, food and groceries. Mm-hmm. And she's the most honest woman ever. And she's like, oh, you know, this is on special, this is on special. So she started getting her arms full. She didn't take a basket. Arms were full. So she started putting stuff in her handbag just, you know, to save her arms. Yeah. And thought, oh, I'll pay for that when I get to the checkout. Well, she was a wee bit mortified when security came and tapped her on the shoulder oh, and said, no. Madam, are you shoplifting? Oh, oh, they take her photo and trespass her because that actually happened to a friend of mine who has, was holding batteries and she left the store with, without paying for the batteries surely. and she got trespassed from a supermarket. Marilyn, surely they understood. Yeah, yeah, no, no. She, um, she played the old woman card, so she got off. <laughs> 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 Works every Thank time. goodness. <laughs> hey, one more, shall we? Hey, Sally. Hi. What happened? <laughs> I was in Wongamatar when my daughter was about 10, so it was about 35 years ago, and um, I was shopping through the main street of the town and got home all the way up Ocean Road back to the house and pulled her out of the pushchair and there was earrings and necklaces all <laughs> down the side of her. But because it was back in those days, the pushchair had that little sunscreen across the top. I hadn't seen what she was doing while I was wherever I was and I had no idea. I mean, I, they might have come from an op shop, I don't know. They weren't my kind of jewellery, but... I just, I had no idea where they came from. I felt like going all the way back and stopping in all the shops <laughs> and asking, but I just it didn't have the heart to do it because they wouldn't have believed that my 10-year-old could have pilfered the whole lot. <laughs> oh, that is that's hilarious. Amazing. And multiple shops. That's the first multiple, multiple. theft we've had. Yeah, I think you impressive. win, Sally. Yeah, well done. Uh, thank you win. I think in future, though, what you need to do is just teach her your right type of jewellery and get it right. <laughs> <you know? laughs> I mean, she's, she's an adult woman now with good taste. And I think oh, good. Maybe and several cars parked on the garage. Yeah. You can't talk about it. I get it. It all starts with the AI. Hey, thank you so much, Sally. Really appreciate it. It's time for Sam's Week News. Weekly News? Just a wrap it's of the... Weekly, just write that down just for next week. It's a week, weekly wrap, isn't it? <laughs> COVID, the gift that keeps on giving. Variant BA05 touching down for a ticky tour through our respiratory systems. Not sure of the variant, but Clark Gayford got a second stripe on his rat test, and that sent the Prime Minister into isolation with Clark, which seems ironic to send the Prime Minister back to the house with the guy that actually got COVID in the first place. It makes no sense, but I guess she didn't write the rules. I oh, know she did write oh, the she rules. Did know. <laughs> <laughs> but making the most of the Zoom conferences, the Labour Party had a hooey and decided what we need during this period of high inflation is another tax on anyone trying to get to work. Uh, the Auckland congestion tax, potentially robbing a working family of 35 bucks a week. Oh well, who needs veggies anyway? You can't afford veggies for $35. <laughs> That's a very good point. Uh, at least it was an international problem, though. The Queen's understudy got a dress rehearsal this week. Prince Charles pretending uh, to be king at the opening of Parliament, addressing the cost of living crisis while sitting on a golden throne dressed like he was attending the Pimp of the Year Awards. <laughs> wow. He, he was digged out, you're right. <laughs> Quite an outfit, wasn't it? Yeah. Speaking of pillocks, Simon Henry's apology to Nadia oh, Lim... I don't call him a pillock, though. Made Simon look, Henry deserves it. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Made him look like a petulant uh, 15-year-old boy begrudgingly saying sorry for biting his sister. And Gloria Vale had a bad week too. Turns out they weren't culty kids' chores. Those kids were employees and they should be paid. Imagine the invoice. Dear Uncle Dad. 
And that is uh, the weekly news. <laughs> Tony Street, Jace Reeves and Sam Wallace. The Coast Breakfast Catch-Up. Today's date, Friday the 13th. And I was reading before about some things that you might not know about luck. Like, I didn't know about this one. If you're having a beer, right, and someone buys you another beer, but it's a different type of beer, yeah. like you might have a tui and then someone brings you a cheeky other, another type of pale ale. No one's starting with a tui except Everyone you. starts a tui. <laughs> if that's how you start, you finish the night. Absolutely. So you're drinking a beer. It's bad luck to mix beers. So you've got a little bit of beer left in your, in your vessel. You pour the other one into it. It's bad luck to mix beers. I didn't Who know that. Who said it was bad luck? Where did I find this? It's like an old German thing, actually. Hold should on. never mix no, Czech beers. Republic. It's from the Czech Republic. I just think it's 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 not advised, but no. I can't imagine you getting bad luck Apparently from it. Apparently it brings you misfortune. It's like mm. the, uh, what do you do with a rabbit's tail? That's good luck, isn't it? That's right. And also... Not for the rabbit. You know, <laughs> we've talked a lot about being superstitious or not, but you know the wishbone on a chicken? Mm. Yeah. So oh, Matt yeah. always pulls that out of the chicken and puts it on the uh, windowsill. And the other day I went, oh, they look gross. I'm going to put them in the bin. And I was like, I can't. I have to do the good luck thing You've first. You've got to pull it. Yes. Pull so it. I went and did it with the kids. Did you make a wish? Did well, you make I, I told Lockie he had to make a wish and then he cried because he couldn't think of a wish. So it was a disaster. But <laughs> <laughs> I wish you would stop crying. Yeah, it worked. Yeah, because <laughs> um, yeah, that's right. I mean, those little traditional things like that, that's one thing. But you mentioned the, the rabbit foot. Do you have a lucky charm? I know a lot of sports people do. Did you when you were an elite sports person? <laughs> no, I don't think I did have a lucky charm. I don't think I... I wasn't superstitious. I, I purposely tried to make myself not superstitious. You know when you kind of start going down that realm? Yeah. I think it's a, it's a hiding to nothing. You, when you start tip. going, oh, no, I have to turn all the light switches the right way. But heaps of people are like that. Yeah. Like, some cricketers, eh, they get mad for it. You used to do this as well, Street, didn't you? You used to have one sock on inside out and backwards, and then the other foot would have no sock on. And then you'd sniff the sock before you put it on, before you went out to play cricket. That is not what I did, but you In the lucky box, apparently some cricketers have a lucky box. Yeah, the team box. Every box is lucky for works. I've never had a lucky box, I promise you. You didn't? But a lot of people do, and I know some of the All Blacks will wear the same undies, each game. Streety often wore other people's undies. <laughs> well, the games are on Saturday morning, you know. What, I what know are you you're doing? being stupid, but I do, I do have a very high rotation. Like, for example, right now, there are two pairs of socks I really like, and I just keep wearing them do and you? washing them, which right. is ridiculous because all the other socks just sit. Mm. Well, remember Peter Blake had those lucky red socks and everyone got on board with that. Mm. You know and you've, I mean? got, you've got that lucky sock under your beard. <laughs> Catch up and feel good with Tony, Jace and Sam. We've got a text from Gemma on 2699. Since her school days, she picked up an acorn apparently and she uses this acorn. She takes it with her for job interviews and school exams and things. Got her through all the school exams. Ah, interesting. I've got some information on the acorn. As oak trees attract lightning, the Vikings believe that Thor, the god of thunder and lightning, had spared these trees and therefore the acorns would protect their houses too. Really? Oh, yeah. So it comes go. from olden day times. Yeah. Um, a celebrity good luck charm here. So Madonna wears a red string bracelet all the time to ward off bad luck. She thinks Is she, that right? And oh, she's been string. pretty lucky in her life, hasn't she? She has. Got a few reinventions. Yep. Uh, David Beckham. He only ever wore a new pair of shoes before every soccer game for good luck. Can wow. you imagine how many pairs of soccer boots he would have gone through? Yeah. Imagine the blisters. Yeah, you're right. Really, no, you, you never get them when you wear them once. It's if you wear them second time, isn't oh, it? Is oh, I don't know. So okay. he just avoids them every time. You just remind me, President Obama, he was given apparently like a lucky poker chip, or he had a lucky poker chip, and every day he'd put the lucky pocket, uh, poker chip in his pocket. And when he had to give speeches and things when he ran for office, he had this poker chip on no him. No way. That's, a, that's a cool lucky charm. That is, eh? What about if you wore double item of clothing every single day? Do you know who did that? No. 
Michael Jordan. So he wore an extra pair of shorts from his college, which was the ah, University of North Carolina, Carolina under blue his Bulls uniform wow. for good luck. Yeah. Really? Oh, it's not, it's not good for the look, though, is it? What, what about <laughs> in, uh, in Germany back in the day? Pigs are seen as a symbol of wealth and prosperity in German cultures, so people would walk around with a pig. Imagine doing that today. There you go. <laughs> George Clooney did it for a long time, didn't he? The Coast Breakfast Catch-Up with Tony, Jace and Sam. Let's wrap the week in entertainment, shall we? Three entertainment news. Our, st- our takes on them. <laughs> you got 15 seconds to do this. You ready? Yep. Okay, here we go. One. Adele has shown off photos of her new boyfriend and her new mansion, her new $120 million mansion. Very un-Adele-esque, but I have only one comment on this. Sam Wallace, you tell me after our swimming pool debate this week, what colour did she go for the mansion pool? She went light blue and it is magnificent. Thank you. Not only uh, rich people have dark pools, they have light too. Do you know what? um, I'm going to go the other way on this. I love the fact that she's standing in front of her $120 million New Zealand house because she's proud of it and she's the top of her game and we should celebrate success. We should, absolutely. All right, speaking of success. Two. Britney Spears, as you know, one of the most successful female artists of all time, has just come out saying that she's going to release her memoir by the end of the year and then she says, once the book is out, who knows what'll happen, y'all? I am really worried for Britney. Uh, I, I think she should put her clothes back on and just be a pregnant lady. Like, oh, I, I just feel very uncomfortable. It's hard to watch, isn't it? I feel we're heading for a shaved head incident again. Um, you don't need to buy the book. Everything is on Instagram for free, and Britney needs someone managing her estate. And also, where is her husband in all of this? <laughs> he's holding the camera. Yeah, well, he needs to see. He's got issues too. <laughs> okay. Three. I'm so excited about this. The Dirty Dancing sequel movie. Okay, so it's the old school Jennifer Grey that has got the part of baby. And I say, I'm all for it. Same. If baby can get back and do the dance moves she did back then, I am, I'm, I'll am. i be watching. Yeah, I love it that, uh, that baby's back, Jennifer Grey, but I just sincerely hope that she goes back to her old nose for this movie. So I think they should use a prosthetic <laughs> nose to take her back to her old greatness. <laughs> the good news is about this, um, they're going to have some old school songs in there plus some new ones as well. Everything you need to know about oh, that, by the way, you can find on our website. Go to coastonline.com. And this afternoon, a host by the name of JT, who often fills in for us, he does our night show normally on Coast. Lovely man. He's so good. He's one of, one of Earth's finest people. He's filling in for John Dunstan on, on Coast Drive this afternoon, but yesterday, yesterday he did this. Speaking of wanted men, just a reminder to be on the lookout tonight for a five foot eight Caucasian man. He claims six foot in heels. Uh, he's got a devilish smile and questionable bathing habits. A well-known studio farter. He'll be on the telly tonight, uh, 7.30 on TVNZ2. Sam Wallace co-hosting with Rob Lomoto on 10.7 Aotearoa. JT, ladies and gentlemen. And, by the way, when he fills in from 3 this afternoon on Coast, it's his birthday. Oh, so it's his birthday. It's his birthday today, yeah. We um, clipped off, by the way, um, mm. the part where he said thick-set Caucasian because we thought you might not like that. <laughs> did you moderate it for us? Yeah, yeah. You know everything I said about JT? I take it back. No, no, no. Uh, one thing you did say last night, and I know you were nervous about this, but when it went to air, God, you nailed it. Listen Thank to this. You. Listen to this. The New Zealand police have over 14,000 staff across Aotearoa. 10,000 of which are constabulary officers. Here's a snapshot of one of them. Constabulary. Well Constabulary. Constabulary. That needs to leave the vernacular, doesn't it? Oh, that's such a hard word to say. Yeah, And you can see as I did that piece of cam, the the great pause before I got into the word (laughs) word. I had to have a giant think about it. Is it constabulary or constabulary? You know, you you take a little break, don't you, to see you don't muck it up. No, you did it, mate. You you own it well. Well done, Sammy. Well done. If you missed it, it's on TVNZ On Demand, by the way. You'll probably want to watch that lots over the weekend. Feel good with Tony, Jace and Sam's Coast Breakfast Catch-Up. All right, all right, all.
right. Yes, indeed. You are the author of your story, of your journal. In this journal, you will get to know yourself better. And who better to get to know? (laughs) Right, what do you got, Streety? Okay. Dear Journal, parental nerves have dominated my week. Have I done enough to help my daughter learn her lines for the big Frozen show this weekend? Does she realise it's not just a small-scale class item, it's a big show at the Auckland Town Hall? Yikes! Or maybe it's good if she doesn't understand the size of the show. Maybe that will help with the nerves. Is she going to cope with the 10-hour rehearsal today? Have I packed enough snacks for the day? I know I'm sounding super neurotic, Journal, but maybe I just need a wine. <laughs> you do. You maybe, do. Maybe not yet. Is it U-W-W-H-I-N-E or without the H? No, I definitely without the H. Okay, got it. Dear Journal, this week I was so excited about finally taking the step into fake grass instead of a lawn. Uh, It was to solve many problems, mostly so our kids weren't dirty 15 seconds after putting them into fresh clothes. Mm -hmm. But I got a cold, missed a day at work, uh, because Tony had warned me if anyone gives her COVID on Juju's theatre week, she would kill us. So I stayed home. I did not say that. And the fake grass people never came, probably (laughs) because two of my co-hosts did a radio spot on how the quote went up $2,000. I'm not angry. (laughs) I'm just disappointed. You should pay the proper price. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. (laughs) Hi, Journal. They say pain is temporary. Quitting is forever. This week I made a decision, and it's one that's caused me a lot of pain, and if I'm honest, it hasn't felt temporary at all. I've decided after losing some decent weight over the last few months, I need to build muscle so I don't don't look saggy. So I've been helped by two phenomenal coaches, Christy and Matt at Benefit Wellness Solutions. I'm not saying that for any sponsorship. It's simply credit where it's due. They are so knowledgeable and really nice. They don't yell at you like other instructors. In fact, yesterday, Christy told me she was laughing with me, not at me. I wasn't laughing, though. (laughs) So far, I've had two sessions this week and another one today, and I won't lie, I can hardly move. My man boobs feel like they're on fire. My arms hurt so much, I can't even wash my hair properly. It even hurts to blink. You guys have seen me shuffling in and out of the studio today. I And you know what? You think the trainers are nice, but you've only had two sessions. I know, that's right. Bruce Lee once said, pain is just weakness leaving your body, but I'm in so much pain, I'm pretty sure the weak... Hasn't left my body and it's here to stay. Jace, you got this. I don't know. We're going to be your uh, Tony Robbins motivators here in studio. (laughs) Yeah, you're going to be like Ned Flanders. You know, you can't tell you take off your shirt and you're still rippling body of muscle. Tony Street, Jace Reeves, and Sam Wallace. The Coast Breakfast Country. Party's getting started in our own backyard soon. Yes, it is. And it's all about the football ferns. So if you're not aware of this yet, we have the FIFA World Cup here in New Zealand, which is a huge deal because there is no bigger sport globally than football. And we're very lucky today to have a member of the football ferns, Gabby Rennie, with us. Gabby, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Very good. You must be so amped about having a World Cup here on our home soil. Yeah, oh my gosh, I can't even, like, it is so, so exciting to um, have literally the biggest women's sporting event in the world on home soil. Like, it's, yeah, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> so what does that mean for, for you guys as players? I mean, to have this tournament here, will, does that mean that you will be exposed to some of the, the very important and influential people in football? Yeah, I mean, one, it is allowing us to play in front of our family and friends, which is something that a lot of us, you know, especially because of COVID, haven't done in so, so long. Um, so that's so exciting. But then, yeah, also it brings, like, the best players from around the world to New Zealand and it kind of is going to open up so many opportunities for young women and just young kids in general to see 
the sport of football and to see just like how big sport can be and opportunities that it can bring. So, yeah. yeah, I'm really, really excited. And as, as, as uh, we were just saying before, it is one of the biggest sporting events in the world. Like millions and millions of eyeballs will be watching this on TV, right? So we're going to get to showcase New Zealand, yeah. but also uh, you guys as well, like for the football fans, right? This is a good, this is a good stage for you guys. Yeah, exactly. No, it's it's super exciting for us. Um, we're definitely working very hard. Only a year away now, which is crazy. So, um, yeah, we've definitely been working hard. But, yeah, again, it's so awesome to get to, you know, show Aotearoa and show our culture and to the rest of the world and kind of um, show how mighty we are as a country. So, yeah, it's exciting. Now, this is Gabby Rennie we're speaking to. She's 20 years of age. She played at the 2020 Olympics, scored a goal against Australia, which is epic. But you've got a big announcement today for the team because they're going to announce the date and the location of the tournament draw, which is really important. If you had mm-hmm. your way, where would you like to be playing? Oh, I mean, so uh, I would love, I mean, obviously in New Zealand, who would we like to be playing? Did you say sorry? No, 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 whereabouts yeah, in New we're, Zealand? We're like, we're like, have we're, you got a, have right, you got right, a favourite right. pitch? I mean, oh gosh. I mean, Eden Park is pretty insane, obviously, and if we could get that filled up, that would be an absolutely insane game. Um, so I think up there would be pretty cool just because, you know, I know so many people up there and I think Auckland could put out a good a good show. I mean, Christchurch is where I'm from, so I would love it to be in Christchurch, but sadly none of the games are going to be in Christchurch. <laughs> So that's okay. Can we, can we maybe push for maybe push for Christ? You've got a bit of, you've got a bit of, you've got a bit of power. Just remind yeah. them you scored your goal against Australia. Hello, that's worth something. Hey, yeah, what are the, I agree. I, I need to use that. You well, do. What are the expectations for the team? Where are you guys expecting to place in this tournament? Yeah, so historically, um, the Ferns, you know, we've had pretty a rough time internationally in those big competitions. Um, but I think now we've just had a coaching change and we're probably... Um, you know, we've got like a new influx of players as well. So I think we're setting goals for ourselves and that process is kind of starting now. Um, and so, you know, we're wanting, our, you know, we're wanting to make it out of group stage and we're wanting to do as well as we can in the tournament. Um, but expectedly, yeah, it, it's always hard to tell. There's some pretty amazing teams that come. Um, so, yeah. We wish you every success. That, like I say, it's only a year away from now, but the big announcement at half past 10 today, the FIFA Women's World Cup in our own backyard from the football ferns, Gabby Rennie. Thank you very much for your time. Have a great weekend. Get your day started with Coast's Feel Good Breakfast, Tony Street, Jason Reeves and Sam Wallace. Six till nine weekdays on iHeartRadio and all across New Zealand. Find your frequency at coastonline.co.nz.